Welcome to Chasing Water, where we combine pursuit and process to equip and inspire you to guide your sons to become men. I'm Jared Gibson, and I'll be joined today by Carl Herberg. Um, you know, today we're talking about a topic that I hope that you'll find really helpful. And as we think about it, I just uh, have a couple of questions for you. Do you ever find it hard to explain to your child something important and, and to do it in a memorable way? Is it ever hard for you to be concise and clear about what you're trying to communicate? Have you ever wished that you had a way to remind your kids of things that you deem important and valuable without dragging it out? I mean, there's kind of that point where you just want to say, like, I, I don't want to drag this out to the point where they're not listening anymore. Well, today I'm um, with Carl Herberg, and he's a guy that I respect as a husband, father, and all-around solid man. He seems to keep his priorities in order, and I've always looked up to him for that. Um, our families have spent a lot of time together over the last several years, and um, through conversation and observation, I have uh, learned a lot from them. And my wife has uh, learned a lot from his wife. Carl and his wife, Wendy, have three children, Cole, Thomas, and Ava. One of the things I respect most about his kids are that they are quite a bit older than my boys, but they spend time with them and encourage them and bless them in so many ways. And it's, I really attribute that to the way in which they've been raised, and I'm really thankful for that. So Carl today is going to be sharing uh, things with us that uh, are short, and they're short statements. They're, I consider them like one-liners. He calls them like bumper stickers. And uh, he's used them so often with his kids that they know them by heart. And I'm sure at times they wish that he didn't use them. Uh, but they do get the point across, and they can repeat them. And so they're kind of proverbial statements that are beneficial and kind of explain basic truths that... Uh, one can live by, and they're the things that he lives by and seeks to lead them uh, to live by. So I asked Carl to compile a list, and he had his kids help him out. And I went through and picked the ones that I thought um, that we could discuss and that I thought you know you would enjoy as a listener. And so I hope that you will enjoy this time together. So can you, um, Carl, just for before we get started, tell us a little bit about uh, experiences you've had with the Gibson uh, my brothers, the Gibson boys, and uh, my boys on the water that might have benefited your life. Sure. Appreciate it, Jared. You make me sound pretty good on the introduction there, by the way. the uh, uh, Yeah, so with you and your uh, two brothers on there, one of the things that's always impressed me is your all's ability to be able to find fish out on the water. Mm-hmm. You, you don't just throw a lure in the water and catch fish. It's got to be in just the right spot. you got to figure out how to read that water, and your oldest brother... Jason has been the one that is like the iconic Gibson brother for being right. able to find fish. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He, uh, uh, I got to whine into him probably, well, probably 14 years ago, actually now, about not being able to catch fish down here in the south. And uh, so he, he called me one day and said, I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're doing, but get your boat, get these lures, and come follow me. Mm. And so we had a killer crappie day. That was awesome. Yeah, that's it, awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's the one, I think, that really helped me begin to enjoy fishing with my boys. Oh, cool. uh, they, up until then, it was quite frustrating. Yeah. Uh, just felt like we were just throwing stuff at the water and never catch anything. And finally, he, he told me, he's like, look, you got to understand, whenever you're fishing with boys, it's not about fishing. It's about teaching them how to fish. 
Yeah. That's and awesome. from that day on, all of a sudden, I was able to enjoy fishing. Yeah. Even though I didn't fish. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. He always uh, has encouraged me in that, and I think that's just an awesome thing. I think, didn't y'all have a weekend you caught like 100 fish or something? It was. Something I didn't. Wild. I got on the tail end of that. Yeah, yeah that was awesome, though. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> I showed up for the fish fry. Yeah, I do that same thing. <laughs> I kind of enjoy doing it that way. So uh, so in your life, when we're thinking about you know one-liners and, and just statements that kind of help uh, your kids grow um, and, and help them kind of think through things on a simple level so that they can think on a deeper level. Uh, who was maybe the king of one-liners in your, your life? I had actually both my mom and my dad um, that they kind of dumbed down for my simple mind some life lessons. And as I look back on it, really those two bits of advice that they gave me have kind of formed a lot of what we do as a family, how we handle the kids, a lot of other things. Um, the one that my mom gave me that was the first one that I remember was learn to see work. And uh, that came whenever dad was changing the oil one day, and I was probably 12 years old. And she said, you know the process, you've done this before, you need to learn to be able to help him and don't make him stick his hand out and say, hey, hand me the oil wrench. You know what's coming. You know he needs the oil wrench. Go ahead and have it ready for him. And so I've taken that and used it. I guess a lot of these other sayings that we may hit, mm-hmm. uh, they're all kind of shaped around anticipate uh, what's coming next. So that that I credit uh, mom for. Mm, that's cool. Um, for uh, dad, he's uh, his was a little more on the play side. He always said, have a little fun every day. Mm. And so we have always, as you know, I'm kind of goofy. I like having fun on odd times. I'll say goofy things at random times, mm-hmm. uh, but I like having fun. Right. And I don't take life too awful serious at times. There's enough other serious stuff to go on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot from dad on uh, him as far as having a little fun every day. Hmm. that's cool that's cool uh and i and i will say that going to your house i feel like there's always uh, something fun to do something enjoyable and your family uh, seems to enjoy doing a lot of things together and it's it's awesome so well tell me um why do you think you gravitate towards those kind of one-liners what would you say because i'm a very simple person okay <laughs> i like to be able to boil things down from complex topics down to something that i can convey in a very short time period and mm-hmm. having boys they have very short attention spans mm-hmm. and uh so if you start going 5 10 15 minutes trying to describe something right. and explain it to a boy it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just a 48-year-old boy, so I'm yeah. no different. So I need those simple, short explanations. Right, right, for sure. And that's uh, been something, so that kind of has helped you, would you say, in like what ways in work or life or whatever, just that kind of stuff. Yeah, as far as uh, uh, work, I have taken a lot of that and shared that with the folks that work for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I own a business, and... Um, trying to simplify things because a lot of what we do is very complex. Mm-hmm. And so I just dumb it down, dumb it down. And not to make it insulting as far as dumbing it down, but just to simplify it. Right. And yeah. uh, that really has helped being able to convey fairly complex uh, systems 
Um, and a lot of times I call it bumper sticker parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times I'll start with a bumper sticker and then get deeper in the weeds to make sure that everybody understands mm-hmm. what the bigger meaning of the bumper sticker is. Yeah. Whether it's work, whether it's parenting, that being able to start simple and then go deeper helps people uh, understand that process. Yeah. Well, I think in like, uh, yeah, in business or in organizations or whatever, like if you can nail something like really in a clear way and just repeat that, I think that is really, really powerful. And I have, you know, noticed that in your life. And I think that is really important because people can remember it and take it in and think about it. So uh, later, for instance, but well, I want you to give us, we're going to give you a few of the ones that you mentioned. I'm just going to kind of list those out for you. Mm -hmm. And as we uh, address one, uh, uh, I want you to kind of explain a little bit about it. So we'll start with this. We'll say uh, one of your statements that you share often with your children is if you're going to be stupid, you better be tough. So explain a little bit about that. Having boys, any dad can understand that in its simplest form. If you're going to take your bike and jump off of the, the top of the picnic table, you better be prepared to be skinned up whenever you end up landing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it means a lot more than that, too. And, and actually, I, I can't take credit for that. And, and, and I'm sure the guy that I took it from, he can't take credit for it either. But he uh, he said it first and, and uh, uh, told it to a good friend of mine who is notorious for hurting himself. It's like no matter where we go, no matter what we do, he's going to get hurt. You mm-hmm. can count on it. And so his dad started that. And so I've used that and kind of expanded on it a little bit, even so much so that uh, my oldest boy, who just graduated high school, used it in his senior speech. Oh, cool. And uh, so he, he, he quoted me there, and that got quite a chuckle. <laughs> but uh, cool. so th- there's a lot more than just don't do something stupid as far as jumping off of the top of the picnic table on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the idea behind if you're going to be stupid means if you're not going to pay attention to what you're doing, you're not going to prepare, you're not going to anticipate you have to be prepared to reap the rewards that you sown right. or that you've sown, whether it's good or bad. Right, right. Yeah. No, I got you. That's cool. Well, we have another one here. Uh, this this second one is interesting. I, I've never really thought of anything quite like this, but once is funny, twice <laughs> is annoying. Mm, yes. Give, give us a little insight. That one was that. developed for my second son, quite mm-hmm. specifically. Got you. <laughs> he uh, is like me. He likes to have fun. Sometimes he likes to have too much fun. I and so you, you kind of got to pull the reins back on him and keep him from pestering a little bit too much. Mm. And uh, so I, I developed that one for him that if you do something once in almost any situation, you'll get a chuckle out of people. People right. will enjoy it. It's funny. If you do it twice, it starts to become annoying. Well, right. after him doing it three, four, five times, right. that's whenever I pull this saying out. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I used it last night, in fact. I feel like that could start a fight. I mean, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That well, would, in my house, I think that would that would uh, push somebody maybe over the edge and, like, get them ready to get after it. So. Well, and I, I was pestering, uh, pestering my little girl the other night, and she looks at me, gives me the serious look. Daddy, once is funny, twice is annoying. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Anna would like to use that one with me sometimes. <laughs> so, um, third one. You can do it right once or wrong twice. Uh, that comes out of several different uh, household chores for boys that they try to do, and they don't really have their heart in it. Hmm. And so, like they're they, not focused when they're like cleaning the room. Or yeah, something it's or kind what? of amazing. <laughs> that I don't I know you. why. Yeah, 
the uh, yeah, whether it's cleaning a room, whether it's learning to mow the yard, whether it's picking up sticks out of a yard, and I'm fairly merciless whenever I have them do some of these projects that mm-hmm. I don't let them get by with a halfway job. I, it's got to be done well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's where that started from is you can do it uh, you can do it right once. And it'll take you maybe just a hair longer than what you think it will. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do it, you're going to end up doing it twice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the second time or the third time, and I've had them do it four times even whenever they were younger, like it will be done right. Mm-hmm. One of my uh, uh, sons, will he, he used to uh, call instructions. Like if we got something, you know, he would call them uh, constructions. Can you get the constructions yes. there? Yeah. Um, and so we would get out the constructions and uh, we would go step <laughs> by step through, you know, the process, whether it's putting together Legos or something like that. And it's, oh, yeah. it really is one of those things where it's like, well, you know what? You can choose to kind of go about this and like lay aside the process and say, I'll just put it together. But you're probably going to end up with a few pieces and then you're going to have to tear it back down and start over again. So, yeah. Well, and even whether it's just boys being boys and doing household chores, but it's, it translates to being an adult, too. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do something, you better do it right the first time and spend mm-hmm. that little bit of extra time in your mind in order to go ahead and get it done. Otherwise, it's going to cost you a whole bunch of other time later on. Mm-hmm. So um, let's keep moving. So the fourth one I have here is do what you need to do when you need to do it so you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. Yeah, that's a little bit longer. That's a little bit longer. That one actually, uh, I came, I thought about that one from my second son that um, he, it was interesting watching him several years ago that we live uh, eight hours away from our parents. So anytime we go see him, it's a long trip and it takes a lot of packing to get ready to make Mm -hmm. that long trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was probably five or maybe six years old whenever he started packing two nights ahead of us getting ready to leave usually we'd pack the night before Mm -hmm. and one night i'm watching him and he's just going ahead and packing two nights before we leave that way the day of whenever you got all the chaos of packing and getting ready and Mm -hmm. cleaning the house before you go he's off playing and having fun and looking at everybody running around in chaos right right. and i was like "Hmm, that's interesting so i kind of developed that one because then you follow it farther down the road and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, I want to go outside and play. Well, did you clean up your room like I asked you to do this morning? Well, no, I'll get that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No, you need to go clean your room or you need, right. to, you need to take care of something else. Right. And it's, uh, uh, as an adult, I have to learn that lesson too. Yeah, that's one of those things where uh, I think a lot of times when somebody is, uh, you know, you, a lot of times you can miss out on the really cool stuff because you didn't go ahead and buckle down and get your stuff yes, done. Very you know, true. I, I think about uh, just some of the, you know, like um, there have been some people in my house that have missed out on really fun adventures uh, because they were kind of kept from doing it because they didn't finish their work first. And so they didn't get to enjoy the benefits. So that's that's right. right. Getting after it. So. Yep. All right. So I think that's a really, really helpful uh, deal. And I think uh, one of the things I really respect about Anna is her preparation for a trip. So the, the really the last day is basically just let's go put it in the car and or right. the night before and then just so we can go. And so it really does uh, allow you to enjoy uh, the things that you maybe really want to do. You're kind of getting past the, the things that you didn't want to do. So that's that's cool. Okay. So you mentioned this one, and I think it's uh, – 
uh, really, really neat. It's anticipate, anticipate, anticipate. And which you kind of already alluded to that, but I thought you uh, might want to go into that a little more detail. And, and I would say thinking in terms of uh, preparing even your kids for the future, how important would that be? And, and, and how do you kind of flesh that out for them? Well, as I was looking through, whenever you'd asked me to give the, the list of these one-liner or these bumper sticker parenting advice, as I looked back through them before I punched the send button, that one kind of encompasses about half of these. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. anticipate what's coming down the road and be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I use that one. It, it's so simple. Um, and a lot of times, all I have to do is look at one of my boys and say, what am I going to say? And they they always answer, anticipate, anticipate, anticipate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I used it here the other day. Our second son's learning to drive. Mm-hmm. And as adults, we don't think about how much anticipating we do whenever we drive. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he had a little scare, and we survived. The, the world continues to turn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I told him, I'm like, look, you have to anticipate this situation. You have to mm-hmm. understand traffic patterns. Mm-hmm. Um that one, to me, I think kind of encompasses a lot of this parenting advice. Um, one of the things with, uh, um, as a, a business owner, the folks that have worked for me in the past and still work for me that do really well anticipate everything. They anticipate my needs. They anticipate other people's needs. They anticipate our clients' needs. Uh, those that have struggled really don't do that. They, mm-hmm. they, we call it list makers and list doers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the list makers are those that anticipate. Mm-hmm. And with, mm-hmm. with parenting, that's tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it's cool to see a boy uh, go over and help a teacher just to anticipate, hey, this teacher needs whatever it is and take care of it for him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, also gets you better grades, I tell them. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think about that with uh, there are like businesses, I think some of the greater you know businesses of, of today even that, they seem to think, you know, if they're really customer centric, they're thinking about like all the, the the questions that you might have, and they're trying to answer them before you ever, you know, ask them, right. you know, or um, you know, you, I think about like you know certain computers. There's this uh, automatic that you're kind of saying like that. They really thought, in you know, it's very intuitive. They thought about like what would be the easiest way for you to do this. What would be you know the you know the quickest way to do it and i think those things are really really important and i think anticipating things like uh, just the way things are moving i mean some people are caught off guard all the time because they're not thinking yeah you know, you know? and so i think that's that is really important and I, I think uh i think if you can do that it can really really help you know prepare them for all of life and that's what we're trying to do of course and we're trying to raise boys into men, and so that's a huge, huge thing, like you said. That and that encompasses a lot of what you've said here. Okay, the last one: listen to your tone. You can say the same things the right way and the wrong way. That one, I have. That one also goes hand in hand with another one. Um, that is, um, I didn't, we didn't have it on the list here, but it, it goes hand in hand with, um, people will never remember what you say, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Mm. And, um, 
if you think back to teachers, you think back to parents, there are situations where I can't remember their words, but I remember how I was feeling at that moment and in, mm-hmm. in that time. Mm-hmm. And so with kids, it's the same way. So listen to your tone. You can say the exact same thing the right way or the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a little girl, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, she's interesting because if I tell her to do something, um, she's if I had to define her in one word, it's happy. Well, you right. can tell whenever she's just a half plum off a of happy because if I ask her to do something, sometimes she'll go okay. I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, that that wasn't the happy okay yeah. that I expect, right. and so you you get that way, and uh, or you get that kind of perspective on the attitude and the tones, yeah. and it, it's not just girls. I've, heck, I've had it with the boys too. Right, and right. with boys, it seems like they tend to give up and they just say okay, and they're yeah. done. Yeah. It's like, mm, let, let's rethink a better way to say okay and give up. Right, right, for sure. Now that makes sense. So do they ever use these against you? Like you mentioned one earlier, but I didn't know, like are they uh, ever, you know, kind of thinking, hmm, oh, Dad, he's not really living up to these. Uh... No, they, they never use these against me because I, I do everything perfectly. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. It's great that you're like a perfect model. Yeah, that, okay. That, okay. that's why you invited me to do this, isn't it? <laughs> No, the the, the uh, I'm not going to share any where they used them against me. But uh, the, my little girl, she was uh, over at a friend's house here uh, a couple months ago, uh, probably longer than that now. And whenever she came back, um, she was kind of complaining that her friend was on her iPod or her iPhone, whatever it was, too much, and they didn't have good quality time. And uh, so I had just been telling her kind of my idea behind this bumper sticker parenting and said, look, mm-hmm. you will remember this in years to come. Mm-hmm. And so that next night, she says, I just told my friend, do one thing and do it well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, and where did that come from? And she smacks her head and says, no, I'm quoting you already. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, um, do you, I mean, so you kind of mentioned that's kind of a benefit, but if you were just to say, why do you think it's, valuable you know my kids are younger than yours and yours are kind of you know not you know it will be just a few years and they'll kind of all be out of the house Mm -hmm. presumably and so you know the benefits of let's think if you were to think back maybe 10 years ago as you developed them and, and and led them along the way what would you say to somebody that had younger kids and if they were to say like how is this going to benefit my kids uh long term or even in the short run the because kids have showed a, such a uh, wow I cannot speak That's such cool. short attention spans these uh, bumper stickers help them simplify bigger life lessons and as they grow they will grow in their understanding of what that means mm-hmm. um, I've got an 18 year old that we're about to drop off in college in two weeks mm-hmm. and so he's I know he knows all of these. I know he's using them, um, and I know he will continue to grow and use them and have a better understanding. And as he begins a career, he'll be able to put these down in his head, or he'll have them in the back of his head, and they will rise to the surface whether he wants them to or not. And so um, that's kind of the idea is just to take uh, a complex idea and simplify it. Mm -hmm. And kind of I think back to, like, books that I've read, and if I had to simplify a lot of these books, it's like, okay, I learned one or two things out of this book. Right. Yeah. And it's like there's 500 pages in there, and I can probably give you about a minute and a half summary of the book as far as, to me, what right. where the value came from. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of the idea behind the, the bumper sticker parenting on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that is... Uh... 
uh, like you said, it, it's something, it's memorable. It's something they can kind of, you know, it's etches in their memory. And I, I've, there's an older friend that I have. He's in his 60s, and he, he always, like, says something like, well, my dad always said, my dad always said. And it was always go. one of these small, like, short you statements, go. you know. And he's still, like, rehearsing that. In his in his mind, when he's trying to work through an issue, it's like running through. What are you thinking? Yeah, that's it. it, it I think about all these things that I mean, other things that aren't on here that my dad said, and it's just mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you beat your head. It's like, oh, my dad's words are coming back to me, and I'm yeah. using them now on my kids. And <laughs> my dad was a lot smarter than I thought he was whenever I was a teenager. <laughs> right, right. I got you. So it makes me think, and I, I, you kind of already answered it, but just with parents in general, I think. Uh, for them, a lot of times they don't realize um, the clearer they are and, and the more concise they are, like addressing issues uh, or, or like, you know, giving proverbial statements to their kids, uh, the easier it is for them to take those and develop them kind of, you know. And I think about uh, the book of Proverbs, you know, it's filled with all these proverbial statements. And sometimes when you read them, you're thinking like, these are all disjointed. You know, it's like a collection of hundreds of these, you know, short kind of uh, statements. But those statements within them, there's wisdom, Mm -hmm. you know. And I I guess we're trying to translate kind of wisdom to our kids. And uh, one of the ways you do that is by, yeah, simplifying it in such a way where you could say, if we peel back the onion of this statement, I mean, there's just, it's, it's extremely robust. But in the first hearing of it, you think, well, that's simple. There's not much there. But in reality, I think as they're going through life and they're uh, really starting to work through that and they peel back the onion, they realize it's a very rich and deep thing. So I'm glad that you're able to share with us today, Carl. It's a blessing um, for us. And I hope that, you know, people that are listening will, will consider what they are handing down, the statements that they're handing down to their kids, the things that will run through their head and the wisdom that has been imparted will be of great value to them and so uh, really at the heart of these things is a desire to see them grow up and that's what we're all about at chasing water we're saying hey pursue your kids pursue them in a, in a way in a, in a in a in an orderly way that helps them kind of like set up the rest of their life to think clearly uh, to think simply about things and to make uh, much of life by walking in wisdom and so i appreciate you sharing that with us and we hope that uh, all of you would find this really helpful thank you for listening if you enjoyed this podcast we hope that you'll subscribe rate and share it with someone else and we hope that you'll join us for the next episode of chasing water